radioinfluence.com. everybody. Welcome to Forking Around Town. This is your host, Tracy. And today I have a guest who is also a friend of mine, Carol from Katrina's Tequila and Taco Bar in West Tampa. How are you? Good. And yourself? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to have you here. And um, so Katrina's is always going to have a very special place in my heart. Um, It's probably been eight years that we met. Yes. I used to have a website, which was called My Other City by the Bay. And it was a website that I developed in order to kind of fight my depression that I was feeling over moving from California to Tampa. And I used to go around and document my favorite spots. And Katrina's was definitely, from the moment I walked in, it was just the the decor, the food, everything. I felt right at home. And you guys were such a big inspiration for me. And your guacamole? Yes. Amazing. Award winner guacamole. (laughs) It's it's incredible. Then you guys um, were over in South Tampa on McDill. And then you moved to Sarasota, which I went and saw you there. Yes. And now you're in West Tampa? Yes, yes. Um, it's We were looking for, um, basically, um, through the years, uh, we have been in Mexico many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other owner is from Guadalajara. And we were looking for different concepts, what is actually moving because of the millennial and all these generations. So uh, we were looking for something like a small order at the counter, a more laid back. And then we found this location in West Tampa. And uh, it took us two years to um, renovate the place because it's a 1900 building. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, we were in Sarasota where, where we did great. But, you know, the commuting and then not be able to ca- kind of like look at this uh, project and supervise it. So we decided let's just move back to Tampa, our home, and mm-hmm. then continue with this project and open. Unfortunately, we didn't, we opened softly just without alcohol because it's been challenging, but that is coming soon. Right. So we're basically lounge, a small menu. Um, a lot of people, they're not familiar with the order of the counter because they were familiar with us having the a server. Um, so it's a matter of educating the, uh, our customers. Everybody loved it. You know, like I think the chef tease is like evolution, you know, she evolution through the years um, and putting more passion in her food. So mm-hmm. uh, we're getting great reviews and people that were waiting for us. Like they were like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that they reopened right. back. Um, and, and people from the new generation that they never went to a McDill, they're actually, oh, my God, you know, mm-hmm. they love the decoration. And I feel like nowadays everybody's more um, familiar with the Dia de los Muertos, which Katrina's uh, mm-hmm. are actually the sugar skulls and we got the name after them and it's a very big celebration in Mexico it's not about we want people to die like people thought at the beginning mm-hmm. it's about a celebration it's about a, a, a tradition in Mexico the other los muertos is very big so yes, we yes. actually honoring um, um, people's life because what they really do is like they celebrate life after mm-hmm. death because we tend to forget our loved ones like as human beings we move on so every the other los muertos November 2nd they actually celebrate life. And we used to do a festival. So now we're working to see if we can actually close the whole street. And then we actually talking to a nonprofit right now to see if we can do a, a big festival and mm-hmm. having vendors. And then people can try our food and people can just, uh, it's, you know, it will be like a, a nice Dia de los Muertos in Tampa. That's a great so idea. we are in this, this uh, area, West Tampa, used to be like Ybor City. So they're trying to revive that. And we're actually glad that we're part of it. Like we're actually 
growing with the area and, 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 and everybody's like welcoming us. Like the people are very, very friendly. They're like, welcome to the neighborhood. They were actually anxious for us to like, and when they, when they see what we did to the building, like we kept the rest, we restored the 1900 building. And then we actually made it look very nice. People are so astonished. And the good thing about this, this was a bank. So the actual yeah. vault is going to be like a private dining area. So you're going to be inside the vault eating yeah. where Chef T's can make you a special dinner with a bottle and or for a birthday and she can pair a bottle or she can just private dining for you. Yeah. The building, I mean, it is beautiful. When I walked in, it's like there's so many little details that you look at from the floor to the ceiling. And of course, um, Tisbeth is an artist, yes. not only with food, but yes. I mean, she's an incredible artist yes. and a lot of her stuff is hanging up all around. Yeah. We actually, um, proud that this location, we made it, we made it ourselves because when we came back from Sarasota, we had contractors, but we really have to come back and fix some stuff. Mm -hmm. So me and her put uh, this location together. So we actually built this location in our taste and it's kind of challenging because it's an open kitchen. We don't have a lot of space, but we were, we keep working on it. We're going to continue working on this location because we still need to, you know, do some, um, changes, but the, 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 the good part is like, people are going to be part of it. They're going to be, Oh my God, that wasn't there when I was here. So I want people to be in, in you know, a, a part of it too. Mm -hmm. And the minute I got that restaurant license, I said, I don't have liquor yet, but, um, I'm going to open with the food and then you can bring your old bottle for a small fee. And then everybody, you know, everybody's going to yeah. go back, come back for the, for, for, for the food and then the liquor later. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's great. And yeah. Just from like my past experience, you know, I've worked in restaurants pretty much all my life. Less is more. Having yes. a smaller spot is, yes. is key right now, especially with so many places open. They have big spaces yes. and then they struggle when they can't fill them because there are a lot of places. Yeah. So it's better to just keep it simple and do what you love and the people will always come. Well, the good thing, <laughs> the, the, the thing is that with us, like with Chef T's, you never keep it simple because she keeps adding stuff on the menu. And I'm like, I keep telling her, but it's because she's very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And and then she likes to do like specials on the weekend and all that stuff. And I said, listen, use the vault for that. You know, just mm -hmm. kind of like, because her cuisine is very complex. And, and especially when you go to Guadalajara, the gastronomy, of, you know, center, you know, the gastronomy world in there is like mm -hmm. insane. And they cook a lot with seafood. They cook a lot with like different stuff. Every region in Mexico is different. Mm -hmm. So she also have a little bit of like Yucatan and Baja California, but then she actually were, was exp inspired by her grandma. And then because she's an artist, she actually combines a lot of colors in her food. That's why in the guacamole, you see pomegranate seeds mm -hmm. in our um, enchiladas. You're going to see pomegranate. So when in, when they're out of season, you know, yeah, there's a few times of the year, maybe one once a year that they're hard to get. But she's always going to find a fruit to, you know, decorate her plates. Absolutely. And so you have to, we have to share this. What was my favorite dish, <laughs> which you've always known me for when I With first coche. I love that. <laughs> A lot of people don't know what that is. It's actually corn fungus. Yes. Which, yes. <laughs> and when I lived um, back in California and I lived right before I moved to Tampa, I was living right in downtown San Jose and we had an abundance of taquerias that yes. were very authentic because, you know, California has a very large you know, Mexican population. I grew up, you know, just with the Mexican culture. I had so many friends. I went to Mexico probably five or six times with people from there. So I never went to the touristy parts. I always was in some of the poorest places you could ever imagine. Yes. Just really getting to know the people and the culture and eating their food. And I'll never forget, there was a, um, I had I had it when I was in Mexico, but then there was a taqueria that opened very close to my apartment. And when I went in there and had it, I was just, it was my favorite thing. I would go so many times a week. 
I couldn't find it when I moved to Tampa. And when I saw that you guys had it on the menu, I was there in a second and that's how we met. Unfortunately, we had to take it out of the menu mm-hmm. because a lot of people didn't know. But nowadays, uh, with a lot of vegan and vegetarian and more con- and people that have the conscience of like eating healthier. So I think we're going to have it maybe like uh, as a specialty during mm-hmm. the weekends or maybe private dining. So I actually was hesitant myself to try it until one time. I think that you were there. We did an art night and mm-hmm. then she actually made the with lacoche sauce. And I was like, let me just try it. It's so it's, it's, it's delicious. And, and, and it's very hard to get because we had to actually fly it overnight from Mexico. And even in Mexico, it's very hard to get. It's, mm-hmm. I said, delicacy. So, um, it's expensive. Yeah, too, it's expensive. So, so yeah. that's the thing, having that in there. And then people really, um, a lot of people that lived in Chicago actually visited us just for that. But I was just as, uh, telling her the other day, I said, why you don't do the with la coche like, uh, or maybe once a month or, or maybe for specialty dining experience. And, uh, you know, um, she's like, yeah, yeah. Because the good thing with, with this restaurant is like, people are going to see what, you know, like that they're, what we make. And we were always fresh and we always, made everything in order. But when it's closed doors, people really don't understand the timing. They have to understand that the tortillas are handmade. So your taco is gonna made it's gonna be made at order. So it's gonna it's not gonna be as fast as you think, but you're gonna have a fresh taco. The only thing that we come and make in the mornings is like salsas, rice and beans. Mm-hmm. So the rest is made at order. So mm-hmm. people are gonna see that they're making it. So the weight, yeah, sometimes at lunchtime is a little hectic, but I mean you're gonna get a fresh product. Absolutely. So that that's what people want these days. And 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 in Mexico, you know, um, and then we're gonna continue like uh, uh let's see. You know, we're going to build this location and eventually open more like this. Just open an order at the counter system. Right. And I have to say, you guys have the best bathrooms of any restaurant I've ever been at. <laughs> Thank you. They're clean and artistic. I mean, you walk in there and you're just like, there's so much yes. to look at. So. Yeah, we favorites. used to have murals. This location also have an outer wall. So, so, but you know, we made it work. So we, like I said, we're going to continue. We, we need to make more artwork outside. We're going to make some more artwork inside, but it's going to be a process. Everybody's going to be part of it. Well, I don't think you could have picked a better location. I, I love West Tampa. If I could live anywhere in Tampa, I would want to live in a house over there because I just love the character and everything is so different and it's the history behind it. I think it's great. It used to be like Ybor City and they're trying to revive that mm-hmm. and then they're making condos and then that, that actually Main Street get you to Armature Works. So it's going to be, and then also when people are on um, Raymond James, all the traffic get routed to that area. So it's going to, it's going to be, uh, it's coming and then we're going to have outside seating as well. Um, we want to do so much with this location. We want to bring the culture to, te- to, you know, to that area too. We want to be part of the change mm-hmm. and we're so happy about the neighborhood Everybody is like, no, the neighborhood is bad. No, it's not bad. It's, it's not actually, um, it's very safe to park in there. Um, they're still, it's like Seminole Heights. They're still working yeah. on, on, the, on the area, but it's very safe to park there. You can park on the back of the building. You're going to see a big Frida Kahlo mural. That's my parking space. And <laughs> that actually area is going to keep being worked on. Um, a sign and everything are going to be up soon. So, um, but please, you know, don't, don't be afraid of parking anywhere on the street. It's very safe. Um, people are actually very, um, you know, friendly and we, we are so in love with this location. I think it fits our, our theme very perfectly. Oh, it does. It does. And you guys have a fantastic menu. Now the guacamole Catrinas is my favorite. It's got the large shrimp in there. Of course, the pomegranates when they're in season, it really makes it pop. Yes. I just, the presentation and the chips are fantastic. Um, I haven't tried your nachos yet. Which I, I want to, but the... They're actually best sellers after, you know, we have the queso fundido and then we the, we have the hand, you know, we cut our chips in, you know, in-house 
We actually, we always did. In Sarasota, we had to change the technique because people didn't like the thickness of, so we had to mm-hmm. make a different tortilla for it. But then I prefer this type of chips that are thicker, you know, like hand, hand cut, or, you know. They don't tortilla. break when you dip it exactly, in that really exactly. thick guacamole. <laughs> yes. So um, we actually are glad that we're coming back to our, where we were before. Mm-hmm. So um, I think people were like missing us. And I know they're coming soon when it was getting too old. And I'm like, okay, I, the minute I have that license, I have to open. And people are so great. And all of, you know, it's, it's building up little by little. We just opened a week ago. Um, it's with Gasparilla and all that stuff, you know, like people were busy. But we've been busy for lunch. It's a very lunch crowd, very nice lunch crowd. And we're just opening softly until 8 p.m. now. We close on Mondays and Sundays, 11 to 3. But eventually that will change once the liquor gets. Absolutely. And you guys had a fantastic tequila selection. Yes, we had over 500. And I think I consider myself the be- the first uh, tequila bar in Tampa. Um, when I actually opened that bar, um, I actually would like, doing free tastings and all that stuff to build up my clientele. So I believe that Katrina's was built up first for the food and guacamole mm-hmm. and then the tequila. So um, thankfully in Sarasota, I had a great uh, um, tequila you know, fan uh, club. And then people were traveling from Tampa mm-hmm. to, to eat in Sarasota. It's maybe eventually in the future, we come back to the market. We just want to build up this concept better. And is you know, sometimes restaurant closed, not because they were doing, you know, like bad. It's just like you, you evolution. So um, I believe in this counter system and I, I think it will be awesome. Yes. And I, I definitely can't wait to go back. Um, Thank you. I went in last week and you guys fed me so much. <laughs> I had leftovers I took home. Now you have to tell me about the talk dog, the talk dog because yeah. that was, I had it. I only eat a little bit when I was there, but I actually went home and I shared it with my daughter. Fantastic. Well, this is, was an invention in Sarasota because we had the Ringling College close to our location, the second location we had. And she's like, well, we don't make something that is, and we, we do a patented, you know, like we were just going to do something that is going to be being talked about. And this is why we don't combine the best of work, both worlds. We do it at a hot dog and a taco together. So how, how can we name it? I said, tag dog. <laughs> so we just basically, you know, did it. And then um, it was very popular. And there she said, let's bring it to Tampa. So it's basically, you know, the best of both worlds. You're having a hot dog and a taco. So um, people are getting like, a, you know, your exposure actually helped next day bringing some customers about, about yeah, like oh, tag yeah. dog. But like I said, it's also made out of order. So it might take some time. But, you know, um, we just wanted to be like a, like a boom, you know. Yeah. And, 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 you know, for, for four years um, cheese cooking is very traditional. For four years, we uh, disagree on having a burrito or nachos in our menu. But those are things that are, you know, they sell. So she's like, okay, if somebody's going to have a burrito and somebody's going to have nachos, we're going to make the best nachos and the best burritos. Yes. And we added that to the menu. It's been so far. And now we added the tag dog. So we're evolutioning. But most important thing, it's we specialize more in the in authentic Mexican food and the fresh Mexican food. But if, if you want Tex-Mex too, well, we can, you know, we make it perfect for you too. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the things, like when I first moved here, I missed so much was that authentic Mexican taste. And you guys were definitely one of the first places that really made me excited about having Mexican food in Tampa. Yeah, definitely. Well, it took us some time, but I think like nowadays, like the taquerias are like booming everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a, a time that um, they kind of like walked away from cities and then they came back. Now you see right. a taqueria everywhere. And I then, um, I mean, everybody has their own um, um, technique of doing their mm-hmm. tacos. But, you know, we guarantee we have the best tacos in towns. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will. I'll probably be back later this week. Thank um, you. I'm, <laughs> I, have, I want some 
definitely want some tacos. I want to try your enchiladas too. Yes. And I'm just looking at your menu. You guys have um, quesadillas, uh, tostadas. I love tostadas. And then we added the tortas too because the tortas are very um, oh, yes. um, you know, famous in, in Mexico. So it's, it's, we actually added the tortas because we thought like for lunchtime, you know, people want that. And then because it was a, a Cuban place before, so let's add the Mexican torta, you know, instead of having oh, the yeah. Cuban. Um, for, the, for a while, you know, she thought about putting a Cuban, you know, um, um, in, the, in the menu just to honor what it was there before. It was all for the July Cafe. So it was there for 40 years. And actually, they've been around since the 1900s. The, the, the very first Photo July was next door. And then for the last 40 years, it's, uh, it was in the location that we are at right now. And then we're like, just to make history, but I said, you know what? No, they're just at the tortas because we're a Mexican restaurant. So people are starting to, to, to you know, add that because mm-hmm. um, they're like, wow, oh, I want a torta, I want a sope. So the menu is more like a tapa style. So you can try one tamal, you can try one, one sope, you can try one, one tostada. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that nowadays that's the, that's, that's the hit because sometimes you go in a group and you right. just want to try a different stuff. And that's great. Mm-hmm. It, definitely. I, that's what I love to do with my friends is let's all yeah. order something and then, you know, sample each other's. Yeah. So now you guys are located on North Howard and is it Main Street? I don't remember. Uh, it's in, in, Nor- in Howard and Main Street, okay. 1611 North Howard. Okay. Yeah. And you can find you guys on Instagram at Katrina's Tampa? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, Katrina's Tampa. And then um, this location is in the corner and it looks like a very antique and it was used to be a bank. So that's where we are. Unfortunately, from the north side, you, you know, you cannot see so much that we're open, mm-hmm. but we are, you know, um, that you have to go through the front door and then, you know, we're there since 11 a.m. I can't wait. I'll definitely be back this week. But um, thank you. Thank you for, you know, taking time to join me today. Thank you Um, for inviting me. Please uh, just visit us and then be patient with us (laughs) and all the process and the, you know, the no alcohol situation. But like I said, you can bring your own bottle for a small fee um, and then go come and visit us so you can see the vault. It's very nice. It's gorgeous. I actually was already thinking I want to do a little dinner in there coming yes. up so we'll, we'll talk we'll talk yes anytime anytime well everyone thanks for listening don't forget a new episode comes out every Friday on radioinfluence.com or wherever else you like to download your podcasts have a great week everybody this is an MJ morning show podcast quick fix on radio influence Hey, shout out to the Kool-Aid, man. I meant, but again, this is like the third time we've talked about the Sarasota airport and the baggage claim crash where the guy busts through the wall. I forgot to mention this. Kool-Aid, man, retweeted me. Really? Yeah, because when we came back from skiing in early January, we're at LaGuardia, and uh, we don't check bags, but we're walking through baggage claim like, hey, look at that. Look at the baggage belt. It's like just like the Sarasota airport where that guy smashed through Juan Monsivas, who, by the way, still in a vegetative state. I, I don't know if he's ever going to recover. Uh, anyway, I took a picture of the wall with the baggage belt. Looks just like the angle at Sarasota. And I tweeted out. Patiently waiting at LGA for Juan Monsivas of Manatee County, Florida, to blast through the wall at high speed in a GMC pickup truck like the Kool-Aid man. So I put this little snarky tweet out, and guess what? The Kool-Aid man retweets me, and all he says is, Oh, yeah! That's a pretty standard answer. Every response, essentially, from the Kool-Aid man is... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah!
I thought the Kool-Aid man gave you a custom response like, keep my damn name out of your mouth or I'll bust through your house or something like no. that. No. All it was was, oh, yeah. <laughs> if he sends you a direct message now. What is wearing? The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, MJMorningShow.com, and RadioInfluence.com. Oh, 